0: If you have any questions about the book, or you want me to read something, or you want to shout out, or if you just want to contact me, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. Hello and welcome back to my podcast. Today we're reading chapter 29 of Wings of Fire, The Hidden Kingdom. The Arboretum, it turned out, was the heart of the Rainwing Village. Vines and branches were woven tightly together to form a wide field, high above the ground, open to the sky, and surrounded by treehouses, walkways, and hammocks. Several of the treehouses around the edge appeared to be set up for trading fruits or flower garlands. Brilliant blue and coppery-orange birds darted through the leaves, chattering and calling to one another, like an audience gathering for a performance. There seemed to be room for the entire village to gather around the edge of the circle, around the edges of the circle, and it looked like the entire village had shown up. The rumble of dragon voices mixed with the chirping of sloths sent shivers to the wooden walkway where Glory stood, staring at the green stadium in front of her. Glory minded uncomfortably of the skying arena where her friends had battled for Queen Scarlet's amusement. From the way Tsunami's tail was twitching, Glory felt. She- guess she felt the same way. This isn't fair, Tsunami grumbled. If you win, you have to call me your majesty, Goliath said, grinning. I know. Won't that be hilarious? And your face will look like this all the time, Tsunami said. It's going to be so hard not to bite you. But if you do, my guards will throw you in my dungeons, Goliath said with an imperious wave of her talons. Raymings don't have dungeons, Hinkaju pointed out. There's a surprise. Well, I'll make one just for Tsunami, Glory said. Maybe I should have let Starflight come to this instead, Tsunami said. Postpone my agony a little bit. Starflight and Clay were taking shifts watching the Nightwing Tunnel. They'd seen nothing come out of it, not so much as a puff of smoke. Glory found that both alarming and reassuring. Maybe the Nightwings were afraid to fight Rainwings. That that would make attacking them a bit easier. She hadn't had a chance to talk to Starfleet yet. He'd stayed out by the tunnel all night. I'll talk to him right after the contest, she thought. Telling him about Queen Scarlet ought to distract him from fretting about fighting the Nightwings. And I could not think about Queen Scarlet right now. I could have watched the tunnel, Sunny said. I don't understand why no one will let me take a turn on guard. Well, for one thing, I need you here to cheer me on, Gloy said. Who could do that better than you? I think I'm being patronized, Sadie said. She poked at the wooden platform below her with the harmless point of her tail. But I'll cheer for you anyways. You're definitely going to win. I'm not worried. Glory was a little worried. For one thing, her opponent had apparently multiplied overnight. Queen Magnificent was waiting in the center of the canopy. Her scales were represently purple, with scalloped gold edges on each individual scale. Which was a color trick Glory had never tried. She'd taken off most of her flower necklaces, replacing, replaced them with one small wreath of lilies on her ruff, which had a, the effect of looking like a lacy white crown. Arrayed behind her were four more rainwings, all quite large, quite beautiful, and quite outraged, judging from their expressions and coloring. "'Who are they?' Glory said to King Kaju. "'The other queens,' King Kaju whispered. "'I mean, you know, the ones who take turn being queen. "'I guess they don't particularly want you to take their job either.' Are any of them better than Magnificent? Olay asked. Maybe there was another option. It didn't have to be her, as long as the raivings had a queen who would take care of them. But King Jou was shaking her head. They all pretty much the same, she said. She pointed to one of the queens, who looked like she'd eaten a few too few too much avocados and papayas during her reign. That one's dazzling. She'll grant anyone anything they ask if they bring her enough tribute. She is a throne before Magnificent. After magnificent, it passes to grandeur. Grandeur was a stately old dragon with half-asleep eyes and a sour expression. Her ruff was a pale orange at the moment, but the rest of her scales were pale lavender and seemed to glitter with d- tiny dewdrops. During her reign, King she said, she only sees, she only sees people, she only sees dragons once a week for an hour. First come, first served. And if you don't get it during that hour, you have to wait until next week. The lines practically stretch around the jungle, and then she says no to pretty much everything. She's really, really old. She's been one of the queens for as long as anyone can remember. Hinkisho pointed to the next dragon, who had two sloths flopped on her back and one more perched in the curve of her tail. The queen had scales the same silvery color as sloths, with a soft shimmer to them that looked like wind brushing through fur. That's exquisite said King Gaju, obsessed with slavs. She has about 20 more at home, talks about them constantly, feeds them the best fruits, grooms them with her own claws, and whenever she's queen, she has everyone built tiny hammocks for the slavs to sleep in and weave them tiny flower necklaces. No dragon is as important to her as those slavs. Dazzling render exquisite, Gwai muttered, adding those to the list of things she memorized in the last day. And the last one, let me guess, splendiferous, Astonishing. Too beautiful the, the dragons I to bear. That's Fruit Bat, sang King Kaju. All right, All right, Cycloi, did not see that coming. Who picks a name for newly hatched dragons if no one has any parents here? There's a list we cycle through, King Kaju said. Usually the ones with shiny names are more likely to want to be queen. Fruit Bat is an exception exception. She const- She's working on this experiment to see if she can take the scent off out of flowers and make herself smell like them all the time. Gloria wrinkled her nose. Weird, but interesting, at least. What in the world does she have to do? What in the world does that have to do with being queen? Hingaju shrugged. I'm not going. It's not going very well. She's been working on it for something like 30 years. She started taking a turn as a as a queen, so she could have access to the royal gardens. And by the end of the month, the gardens are, like, always a wreck. My friend Tarman is one of the flower care- caretakers, and it drives her crazy. Sounds like Magnificent might be the best of all of them, Gloria said, twisting one claw through a hole in the wood. Magnificent's main problem is that she's forgetful, King she pointed out. She can never remember what she's agreed to do, or what's going on, on in the tribe, or who asked her th- Who asked her for what? And she doesn't really care. We're all pretty used to it by now. She turned her dark, shining eyes to Glory. But if we had you, as our queen said, then everything would be different. I hope so, Glory thought. I hope I'm different in a good way. But what if I'm not better than they are? She glanced the gross, at fruit bat, Her nose buried in a massive orchid necklace hung on her neck. Alright, I'm pretty sure I'll be better than some of them. The old dragon, who had been in Queen's, who had been in the Queen's tree house, slid out to stand next to magnificent. He squinted around and beckoned to Glory. "Wish me luck," Glory muttered, handing her sloth to Sunny. Silver burbled something anxious-sounding and clambered immediately up onto Sunny's head for the best view. Magnificent flattened her ruff and looked down on her nose as-, as Glory landed in front of her. The other four queens lashed their tails. So what's the plan? Lois said, shaking out her wings, after defeat all five of you. She chose in the summary gold orange for her scales that matched the dragonflies darring through the treetops. She was determined to stay that color through the contest, no matter what Magnificent threw at her boys for school. Don't let anyone see that you're upset or angry, or worst of all, scared. No, handsome and no, handsome interrupted before Mind of Sick could answer. That is not the tradition. The challengers com- competes only against the current queen. But my fellow royalty didn't want to be left out, said Magnificent, so I worked them into the competition. She smiled in a way that made Glory want to strangle her with a hammock. Which means you're going to need a team as well. I don't have a team, Glory said, then stopped herself. Well, I kind of do. She turned and glanced back at Sunny and Tsunami, who were watching with round eyes from the platform. I don't need to drag the others into this. Sure, I can defeat the queen myself. What can five rare wings do that I can? And won't everyone be impressed if I beat them all of them, all by myself, with no help whatsoever? She flexed her wings, which were still short store from the ropes that had bound them tightly just one day earlier. This line of thinking felt familiar. It was how she had convinced herself to get to go out alone as bait. And I made it back, didn't I? I could have handled this situation fine on my own, but she knew it wasn't true. Without King Kaju, Clay, and Deathbringer, she'd still be stuck in the Nightwing prison, or perhaps even dead if the Nightwings had had, had time to figure out who she was. So don't be an idiot. Winning the throne won't help you. Won't help make you any less of a queen. You get to choose your dragon, said Magnificent, any four you wish. "'That makes it easy for me,' Glory thought. "'She exactly had four friends in the world, after all. "'She could ask Mangrove to go guard the tunnel "'and send back Starflight and Clay.' "'She opened her mouth to call him and hesitated. "'Maybe a little too easy. "'She studied Dazzling, Grinder, Exquisite, and Fruit Bat. "'They looked ready, alert, and eager to compete, "'not all looks she'd seen on many ramings before. "'They're convinced they're going to win.' Go ahead and call, go ahead, said the queen. Call them out here, anyone you like. Glory tilted her head at Gesson. This is a trick, she thought. She wants me to pick my friends. And then the contest will involve camouflage or venom or something that only raimings can do. Not only that, but my future subjects will think I trust outsiders more than I trust them. Which, frankly, I do. Because most raimings are hopelessly incontinent. But right now, I need ch- I need their help. I choose Kingajou." "'Glory said. She heard a loud squeak of surprise behind her, "'and a murmur ran through the watching dragons. "'A three-year-old dragonette?' said Magnificent archly. "'This should be funny. "'And I choose Mangrove.' "'And I choose Mangrove.' "'Glory went on, ignoring her. "'Mangrove stepped out of the crowd opposite her and gave her a small bow. "'Orchid was still out there. He'd do anything to save her. "'Glory could count on that. "'No, it got a little harder.' "'Glory closed her eyes and sighed. I choose Jimbo. Yes! Her brother shouted, leaping into the air. That's me! He bounced across the vines toward her, grinning all over his goofy pink face. Who else? Glory ran through the dragon she met in the rainforest: Liana, Bromilidad, Coconut. Not a promising set. She didn't know how much any of. Th- she didn't know much about any of them, but none of them had impressed her as team players. Hingaju came up beside her, fidgeting exact- excitedly, and spun deep purple blue b- bubbles through her green scales. Glory remembered someone the little dragonette had mentioned when she was describing the que- queens. It was a risk choosing a dragon she never met, but she could, but she couldn't be worse than any other wing. And I choose Tarmin, she said. All Glory knew about her was that she was friends with Incaju, she cared about her work with flowers, and she wasn't the biggest fan of fruit bat, which sounded like good, which sounded like good three good features to Glory. The crowd murmured again, something like waves rushing from, in front of the ocean. Then Queen Magnificent barked and startled and laughed. Tarmin? King you cried. But, but are you sure? Too late, said Magnificent. That's who she chooses. Someone give Tarmin a shove in the right direction. A small dragon bop, popped out of the crowd and stumbled forward a few steps. She stopped. She stood very still, with waves of pale green rippling across her scales. Her eyes were an odd light shade of blue, and stared blankly past Gloria at the trees. What is it, Gloria asked, glancing at Kinga Why shouldn't I pick her? You can, said Kinga It's just that Tartman is blind.